and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Joining us to talk about having backup equipment, if you have one, you have none, is Zach Kinzer, second generation owner of Bridgestone Cleaners, started by his dad, Ken Kinzer, in 1983 and located in Brooklyn, New York. He'll talk to us all about when a machine goes down, how it can cripple an operation and the importance of always having a spare ready. We're very happy to have Zach join us today. Zach, welcome to the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Great. To get us started, Zach, tell listeners just how important it is to have backup equipment in their cleaning operations today. Well, I think if anybody has been in the business for over a year, they start to realize the real need for redundancy, not just in equipment, but staff, network of people to help you out if you're you're down. So unless you're in the business for about two weeks or two months, um, you've probably gotten that message, I'm sure. Do you think most owners have backups? You kind of just spoke to that, but do you think most do have it? You know, I that would be a pretty large assumption. You know, I think probably most people are operating with one dry cleaning machine, if I had to guess. But I do know that there's a wide range of larger operators. I think that mainly, though, even if you're a one one machine operator, you could look at it in the sense that who is my connection and when I need to do repairs, who's the person that I fall back on having those things set in place, because not everybody has the huge operations with two, three machines. Um, it's yeah. so expensive these days, you know. Right. What sort of backup equipment do you have, Zach? We have two dry cleaning machines and two wet cleaning machines. So it's really good redundancy as far as the actual physical cleaning of clothes for us because um, we can kind of toggle between both and kind of optimize what we're cleaning, um, how, if, and when. You know, we've had long stretches. One of our machines is pretty old now. And we've had pretty long stretches when that one was down, so we are lucky enough to be able to Go to our other side. You once passed along to me that cool phrase, if you have one, you have none. That's always stuck with me, and I, I told other people that, yeah. too. I stole your phrase on you when I've <laughs> seen people, and everybody's kind of shaking their head and said, so true. Uh, but tell listeners, what, yeah. is, what does that really mean to you? Well, I mean, I definitely stole that phrase somewhere some from someone down the line. Um I, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward. I, I, don't, I don't actually think that in dry cleaning you need to have two of everything per se, but if you have one, say, in this specific situation of a machine, well, then you need to have the, the backup option, which doesn't necessarily have to be within your plants, of how that will get done. Um, and this kind of permeates the whole business top to bottom, whether it's somebody marking in clothes or somebody um, bagging an order you just have to have everybody be able to go two ways you know so I, I think it's just one of those things that really permeates the business in so many on so many different levels I see what you mean yeah of course machines and people both sort of sort of a uh, just a school of thought on it um, right like like you could think of it just on the level of machinery um, but then you can start to like think of it as all of these contingency plans of, you know, if so-and-so CSR doesn't show up tomorrow, well, who's prepared to actually do that, you know? And all the things go into the lots of people have routes. So you start thinking of vans and flat tires and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, 
So it's kind of deep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of that, let's let's dive even deeper. You said deep. Let's go deeper. Let's tell uh, tell us tell listeners the uh, challenges some owners might face maintaining their equipment and then having the backup equipment at the ready. Because I'm sure that's an issue. You got to keep that backup equipment maintained, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, and this is like kind of where all of your contingency planning, I think is really helpful. And this is something I've learned the hard way over the years to have that maintenance checklist that happens daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, um, and then making sure that it gets done. Right. Um, so the hardest thing uh, to do sometimes, especially uh, in small business is to actually sit down, write it out, edit it, put it into action but I think that's something that's really helped me personally to try to get, and this is in the last couple of years in different areas of the business. So I'm not perfect by any way, shape or form on this, this front, but that's where it's got to start, I think, and just having that system. And then people who are operating inside the plant, this is really good because it gives them stability. They get to see the, you know, what needs to get done. And there's always something popping up. Yeah, of course. So um, we've talked before about this topic and especially this this next question. Uh, but what are some of the other options for owners if their equipment breaks and they need help and they don't have backup equipment? Yeah. So I think I kind of touched on this a little bit before. And I think this is where like your networking, good relationships in the community and in the industry kind of come into play. I know a lot of places are operating in extreme, like much more rural um, areas where that might not necessarily be on the table. But, you know, who are my relationships in the industry? Um, and what is, what can I do, you know, if that worst case scenario does pop up, right? So um, that's where the networking, the doing the favors when somebody, you know, uh, you know, I ran out of hangers and you send over the couple of cases or whatever, um, I think comes into play as well as trying to like really be specific, you know, like, Hey, Hey Jim, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm having problems with my machine. What would be your, your wholesale cost, uh, if I needed kind of getting that out of the way up front. So that way it's just it's plug and play from there. If, and when something happens. Of course. Good to know who your friends are in those tight situations. Getting a little more specific about that. Can you share a couple memorable stories about a machine going down, maybe a case where you didn't have backup and, you know, how, how did you solve it? And then a case where you did have it. Yeah. So, I mean, for sure, there have been multiple learning situations where <laughs> I did not have the <laughs> necessary backup book. I mean, in staff, I mean, I've found myself at counters or in vans for sure. Um, yeah. But more specifically, I'd say um, probably a couple of years ago, our shirt unit went down. We were lucky enough and, you know, my dad, I'm lucky enough to work with my dad who's got a lot of experience and a lot of relationships in the industry. But course, yeah, our yeah. shirt unit, the, uh, the motor went and, um, and we were able to plug in with a wholesaler and then do all the touch-ups that we had to do, you know, um, it wasn't optimal, but you know, we're lucky because we're in a very dense area. So it wasn't, while it was stressful in the moment, um, we got through in the, I believe week or two without having those machines and survived. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like, and now it's like one of these things wherever 
and as I go through my maintenance list, like I'll walk through or, you know, our manager will come up to me and, you know, the, the pad's gone here. And every time I'm ordering something, I'll order one. I, I, I have to order two, you know, because I want to have this covered or, or four or whatever it is, how many, many sets that get me to, the, you know, not just ordering today, but the next two or three times. So I'm just like covered for that for a while because there are, I mean, anybody who runs a dry clean plant knows how many thousands of moving, moving pieces there are. A big picture here, we've seen changes in the dry cleaning industry. How have these changes affected the quality of the equipment today? Yeah, I mean, um, I think we're super lucky to be doing dry cleaning in this day and age. I mean, obviously, um, technology has really helped both on the cleaning side and on the customer service side, the point of sale side. Uh, more specifically in our situation, I mean, I'll give you an example where redundancy, I wasn't able to touch on it just now, but redundancy was there. Um, you know, we have a regular, pretty old, maybe 20 plus year old bath machine, and then we have an Ipira. And I had to run the better part of a year without the bath machine. And this is a, going back a while now, but between the wet cleaning and the Ipira, I was able to flow. You know, it wasn't optimal. It wasn't perfect. But um, I think those sort of technological advances um, on the cleaning side and all throughout the business have really powerfully helped how to change, how to clean efficiently, how to make things spread out. You know, yeah. I think that's been amazing. Right. I'm thinking of a lot of people tell me, you know, technology's smarter. We all hear that. Maybe we call it more push button today or whatever you want to say. But does this smarter technology today and the equipment mean that breakdowns are maybe r more rare? And is the need for backup still as great? I think you got to be careful with that because, um, yeah, for sure. Like, like our newer dry cleaning machine tells us every time we need to, you know, we're overdue on cleaning the separator, for example. But I mean, even these tensioning and the tensioning equipment will, will tell you, you count the cycles and you can track them so much better to keep on top of your maintenance. So, I mean, on one hand, yes, for sure. But on the other hand, I mean, these are still mechanical things, right? And clogs happen and, you know, some minute aspect of this pretty complicated machine could could fail you know so um i think has it improved since 1982 when my dad started i'm, I'm sure you know vastly vastly but i like to always be prepared zach can you share a uh, word to the wise so to speak just for our podcast listeners about why having backup is so vital yeah i mean i just think that it's like it, it almost is the business right like, um, if you don't have that backup person who knows how to write up the ticket or greet the client, then you'll be doing it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, you will. And so it just really permeates the entire business from pickup to delivery to networking outside of the business to cleaning, to pressing, tailoring, like you name it. You have to be ready to, to have somebody go in there. Having backup equipment is key. That's what we're talking all about today. But what should an owner maybe pay attention to? Like, for instance, is the equipment, is it best just kept on site or maybe best to be brought in? What do you think? Yeah, like, I think you could be very imaginative about this aspect. Like I said, most people don't have these huge plants, I mean, you know, to operate. And most people don't have the capacity to have two of every single machine, right? And that's so okay. Um, thinking about it on the level of where are my backups, you know, taking care of my own home base, obviously, making sure it's up to date and mechanically functioning will, 
lead to great results, and then having those outside contingency plans, which I think are, are really key there, you know, because obviously not most people don't have the the luxury of having, you know, a huge dry cleaning plant where, oh, this dry cleaning machine went down so I could just toggle out, you know? Yeah. So it's really then I think becomes just using your imagination and then your network of people. And we know people are always willing to help. I mean, that's what, at least what I've found for the most part in this industry. Like, you might be nervous to, to pick up the phone, but nine times out of 10, I mean, they understand what you're going through. So right. make friends, be ready, you know? Yeah. That's so true. And I, I'm just thinking of any of the plants I've walked into, owners are so good at being efficient and using every square foot you got to factor in this piece of backup equipment. And maybe it's a piece of equipment that they are replacing and they've decided to keep the old one. I've seen that, as I'm sure you've seen that too. Yeah, I mean, if you came to our plant, our plant is tiny. We have a 2,000 square foot plant, you know, and it's like, you know, it's wall to wall, packed, you know? Right. Um, we do, we have a lot of machines in there and we do a lot of work, you know, in a tiny footprint. Zach, is there anything else you'd like to add today in our chat about having backup equipment? If you have one, you have none? No, I think we pretty much touched it. I thank you so much for thinking of me, Tim. I really appreciate it. I love the podcast. I love listening to it. Great. Well, that was Zach Kinzer talking to us about having backup equipment. If you have one, you have none. And we're very happy Zach could join us today. Thank you, Zach, for being here on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. All right. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. The American Dry Cleaner Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest Fabricare industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us and also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon. <laughs>